You all might not be aware, but the two of us love our music. We're music junkies, and we certainly enjoy our rock. What say Ashu? Well, I think enjoy is an understatement, mate. <laughs> you know how much we love our rock music, and you know what goes down when the boys get together, don't you? Can't can't deny that at all. Can't deny that. It it certainly gets really wild with the boys around. I have always enjoyed live music, music fests, concerts, live cafe gigs. Absolutely love them all. We're so thrilled to host someone who can certainly uplift you, but also make you shake a leg. From playing lead guitar for a band to training the next generation of rockers, Chris certainly knows his music. As music enthusiasts, we are so excited to know how Chris continues to live his dream. How did it all come together for him, and what makes him one of India's finest guitarists? Chris, always been a pleasure to see you perform live, and great to have you in conversation as we get into this guitar expedition. Welcome to the Undercurrents, Chris. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. It'll be a, I think it'll be a great experience uh, to share whatever I've been doing over the years with you guys. And it's it's our pleasure, Chris. Uh, to to start off, Chris, I would just love to see and love to hear rather that when was the first time that you held the guitar? I mean, how did Western music come up for you? <clears throat> yes, yeah, so we're talking years and years ago. Um, my dad is a guitar player so they were always my granddad was a musician too and uh-huh. uh, so yeah so there were always guitars lying around the house so i really to get an exact time when i first picked up the guitar um, would be a difficult thing to remember but <laughs> i definitely remember me picking up always pick, uh, you know observing the older generation play their songs and you know being completely mesmerized mesmerized at parties and at you know family functions then my granddad actually uh, bought us a little uh, he bought my cousin and myself a little uh, ukulele oh, okay. and he, yeah <laughs> so that's when we first learned you know really simple songs but it was great fun because we used to be slamming on this little thing chang 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 you know and that was my first introduction to the guitar and it would be a family treat when grandpa would take out his you know this beautiful guitar which he had bought from england and it was like literally uh, taking out the trophy and if we if we could just touch the strings and all it was like a treat for us wow. so that's how that yeah, that was the thrill of the guitar but it was always western music so right from rock and roll to early jazz standards uh to my grandmom and grandpa singing a duet and you know uh, uh both of us playing this little thing uh, this uh, ukulele and uh, that just developed over the years so i didn't have like a rigid teacher which 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 was my dad uh, uh, right from the start and my granddad and it all just sort of took its time and and i started picking up stuff slowly as i went along uh, we in fact on the on on my journey while <laughs> learning my dad had a lovely electric guitar which i dropped and broke and he i got the the biggest whacking up for that oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah then my dad made me a little guitar and we used to play together and uh, over the years i i i started picking up the instrument that that sounds more like a musical prodigy chris you are like a musical prodigy <laughs> it's been in your blood since generations 
Yes, so so that's what. So right, right, yeah. So a whole lot of generations, and me and my cousins. So we were always like there was this team of us who would get together at parties and sing. Till today, that happens. In fact, so when the family gets together, there's always a guitar which comes out and there's a sing song. So it's like a culture in your family. Music's a culture. I, I, yes, yes, awesome. I guess so. Chris, I I play guitar myself, and I'm I'm sure there would be a realization. that you want to take it up professionally so playing guitar as a hobby or jamming with your friends is one thing but actually yeah. taking the next step and pursuing it professionally there definitely yeah. would have been a realization krishit you could just talk to us about that realization that's a that's another long story so like i said when we started we were really young mm-hmm. so i used to just learn tunes and my dad used to teach me a few tunes and you know uh, i used to then get into this a little bit, little bit of lead guitar playing and stuff like that and when i was about 13 i was still in school in standard 7 out of the blue uh, a college a college guy comes to my place and says uh, we heard you play guitar i don't even know where they heard me and we'd like you to play for the the nest wadia college band for a, in those days there was this huge um, a uh, festival called in sync and i was all of 13 and i had no clue what a rock show was you know like wow. so so when we went yeah so i i started jamming with this band then what happened was then some of the college guys themselves found the band really not up to the mark so they said okay let this kid play bass okay so i picked up the bass guitar and i played for the college band they got me a, a fake id and stuff like that <laughs> back in the day that that stuff happened and yeah like so my mom ironed a nice Uh, like a, a formal shirt with formal trousers and my leather shoes and all that and i went there and there were these sleeveless t-shirt guys with long hair and <laughs> head banging and i had no clue what that was it was just so surreal and then when i went on stage i was like like a statue and i remember some of the guys in the crowd saying hey pappu pappu <laughs> because they they knew that i was definitely not a college guy the minute i played the first four notes and the gig and the band really was cooking there were some really fantastic other musicians i was playing with i mean professional guys so just being in that that environment was really so it was like a high which i never had before then i started then i started really seriously practicing and you know playing i was still in school so there was no career move as yet but then my cousins again we formed a band which won a lot of competitions college competitions and stuff so again with this whole evolution of me playing with my cousins some other musicians heard me play and they picked me up to play for this professional uh, like a paying band so i would get my money so I, i i was about 14 or 15 when i joined this band and we would play for everything weddings dances uh, rock shows uh, you know private parties everything it was still fun and it was uh, great to earn a little bit of money you know doing that you know to buy your jeans and your perfume and your little bit uh, of your gear if uh, if you wanted to pick up some so it was great to be self sufficient in that and uh, after that i of course i did my college and everything and i was and i worked and i did a lot of you know these professional courses i got jobs little jobs here and there uh, but all the time music was going on all the time in fact in my 12th standard before i had my maths exam i had a gig my band guys kicked me kicked my ass home as soon as the show was over <laughs> oh no you go and study so i and i i managed to pass that i don't know how i managed to pass that exam uh but at the same time the 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 only thing which was actually earning me some decent money was music you know so finally one day my mom she knew that this was going this way <laughs> so she says 
Chris, what do you plan to do and all that? So I said, Mom, let, do me one favor. Uh, let me try taking up music for the till the end. It was somewhere in March. I yeah. said till the end of the year. If I'm not making a decent living, then I'll you know I'll get back to looking for a job, a full time job, and everything. And by that December, we had a. I mean, I formed another band which was really, uh, you know. playing everything and, and you know it was like literally six fold what i would have expected so once my mom and dad saw that happen then after that they you know they just supported me from there on quite a story chris <laughs> some some yeah man some serious decisions taken at a very young age <laughs> yeah you you mentioned chris playing with bands from the age of 15 we definitely mm-hmm. don't want to Expose your age on this podcast episode today, but it's definitely <laughs> okay. been over three to four decades. I can say to continue chasing what you love, to continue living the dream, and to still be involved in music professionally, there would be yeah. a very strong inspiration. What What do you see, or what has been your biggest inspiration in your journey all this while? You know what my biggest inspiration, uh, Ashu, is that I I love to just keep learning stuff. Every challenge is an inspiration for me. So the minute there is something which comes up and there's a different kind of music or uh, a different sort of genre which I would which which I could delve into. So so another thing which I did was other than have my bands, I was always a sessions player. So I would play with different kinds of bands like a blues band or a or a semi jazz band or a funk band or a, or a tribute band. You know so. every sort of genre which i was doing was was throwing different challenges so it just keeps you on your toes so everything you got to keep thinking up and thinking creatively you have to just focus on that because the 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 money and the uh, uh, whatever the rewards come automatically but it's just keeping you know true to the music and having a good time while you're doing it so you got to just love what you do and and do it with full with full passion Absolutely, Chris. I really love the last part where you mentioned that you know having a good time while you're doing what you're doing. That really strikes yeah. a chord with me. Uh, <laughs> and you you spoke about all the bands that you tried to play with, but there's one band which which we are specifically going to talk about today, and that's called <laughs> Strange Brew. And I'm sure yeah. that brings back a lot of memories for you. So so I would Absolutely. really love to know, Chris, that how how did the band form? How did Strange Brew form? What was the first album? Uh, what was your favorite on stage moment and and what does the band still hold and mean to you and all the members oh yeah so strange brew is a band which which i which was my first professional band where we started you know uh, actually writing music uh playing uh you know gigs as a as a unit uh, how the band came about was mike and myself were playing with this other band which i told you about when i told my mom about my career and stuff uh, we sort of caught up with some older musicians who were in the rock circuit earlier and uh and we formed and all all friends so we all knew each other really really well so it was more of a friendship so we used to meet to jam you know have a uh, uh, that time i was way i was in a legal age so we would have a beer you know sit up sit down at somebody's place my drummer would have this tape recorder just on so all our conversations galis everything was recorded that entire night but including these lovely jams so we used to get a whole lot of ideas out back in the day there was this uh, um, a magazine called the rock street journal they would they would really promote indian talent you know and uh, just by articles and stuff like that and they came out with this album called it was called i think the dirty dozen so they had this compilation of songs where uh, the top bands in india would be 
selected and put on the album and then go, go for a show to Delhi. You know, they, they have a huge festival. Till that point, we were just playing like small rock shows, small clubs, you know, having fun. So one day we said, Chalo, let's, let's just take an idea and uh, record it and see what happens. So we took the song No Time and uh, uh, we recorded it and uh, sent it in. I had no, absolutely no expectations at all. And uh, then they said, you guys are selected. And I was like, over the moon, man. My first really mind-blowing experience was when we went to Delhi. Till then we were playing shows and we were like a professional band, you know, where we were the musicians. But here's when you were like literally like a star where you get you get guys come to pick you up at the back in the day at this train station because they wouldn't they couldn't fly us down. So cabs, you know, everything taken hotel taken care of a slot for your sound check. The best sound, the best equipment you could imagine was there. Uh, finally, when the gig happened, there were like these literally 15, 20,000 people in this huge amphitheater. So that was really something which um, excited us a lot. Uh, and uh, after that, that song automatically got selected for uh, like the best rock song of the year in by another company. Uh, so that got us another gig, you know, where we play, went and accepted the award and played for that gig. So it was fantastic. So with that, with just that one song, so many things happened that we just started writing more stuff. So we we came together with an EP of five songs called Just Brood. We sort of uh, had a had an uh, you know a launch concert and we played all the songs and you know so that was the first time it was a fantastic experience because in those days we didn't have Spotify we didn't have Apple Music probably it was there abroad not here we were sitting on our own and putting CDs into the cover and just for just for fun sake autographing the CDs so everyone got an autographed <laughs> copy at our at our launch you know it was a great great experience man that was I mean it was it was something else it was. And, and that energy still remains even today. So even though we are like 20 years past what happened then, I mean, when we meet, we are still that those same stupid 20 year old, 21 year old guys who are worrying each other, you know. So till today we get gigs and all that and it's a, it's a blast. We've got a keyboard player on, his name is Leo. So the Strange Blue goes as that four piece band now. Chris, a little tricky question here. The band mm-hmm. name Strange Brews, the first album, Just Brewed. Does the brewing have something to do with beer? Always, man. <laughs> and also, what mm-hmm. was the favorite beer of the band back in the day? Back in the day, there was only Kingfisher, man. That was a, that was a premium beer. I mean, you don't you didn't even have the, the Kingfisher Ultras and the Budweiser's. That was nothing. So when we had money, when we had money, it was Kingfisher. When we didn't have money, it was LP. <laughs> Love that answer, Chris. But on a personal yeah. front, Chris, mm-hmm. what does performing live mean to you today? Oh, it's the best experience. I mean, it's out of out of uh, everything I do, I mean, the the excitement, you know, for any gig, uh, any gig. I mean, could it could be a small gig in a club, or it could be the the uh, it could be a big sort of concert. I mean, the, those moments before you go on stage, where it's always a little iffy, you know. So right from the first day where I was sh- like my first rock show, which I played for, I was shivering on stage, and I didn't know what to do till today, you know. There's always that little element of how are we going to do today, you know, uh, are we going to really cook or is there something, going to, you know, going to go a little off. So that little, those little butterflies in the stomach you get before a gig, it still happens. Chris, I know yeah. a lot of people who perform live, who love performing shows, they love performing gigs, but there are very yeah. few people 
who still teach. The reason I'm bringing up this question is because I've had a personal experience where I know people who always took class, but the moment mm-hmm. they started getting shows to perform live, they just completely moved into performing. But mm-hmm. you still have been involved in the education space since a very long time, and you still continue to teach. So, how did you start guitar class, and why do you still enjoy doing it? So my friends actually. Uh, so when these guys actually came to know that I would, I was a uh, sort of professional guitar player, you know, at that age, they said, "Are Sikhan Iyer, Chris, teach me guitar." So th- really close friends, three three guys, you know, and I called them home and you know, uh, I I started teaching them, you know, just teaching them for, for to learn, you know, so no 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 commercials involved. Then they only said, "Are why don't you charge us something because then you know we'll make it like a, a structured thing." you know other was just come in and and do a lesson and then i'll see you sometime next week or next month or whatever so then i started doing these little batches so i had my friends and it was at my home, my residence only and uh, what i learned at that time was uh, while teaching there was so much so much to learn because right from t- when you teach somebody a technique you are not you are oblivious to technique when you are learning and practicing on your own you know you, uh, but when you have to teach it to someone you have then you realize you know there are certain things which have to be done there are certain things we do and that really became interesting for me because that that's what that's what gave me the energy to just carry on so i love teaching and till today i mean uh, uh, i i really enjoy uh, uh, teaching and to get the energy the, and again after many years of playing and all that you sort of tend to get a little uh, you know dragged down and uh, bored but right. the kids this young energy which you have i mean there are some kids who are like a red bull drink man you 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 <laughs> you just look at them yeah you 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 teach them and 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 you're energized for the rest of the day wow wow chris lovely to hear that yeah. uh but yeah moving to a little bit uh, on the lighter side of discussion chris mm-hmm. which which has been your favorite music decade like ashu mentioned we're not here to kind of uh, mm-hmm. you know le- reveal what your age is but then you <laughs> been in music almost all your life uh i would have to say uh the 80s pop going into the early oh. 90s rock the 60s were where we had bands like the beatles and all who were who were exploring technology were writing great music but the production was uh, uh the production levels were not as slick as they would be today the mm-hmm. 70s saw a lot of rock bands uh, like zeppelin and uh, you know uh, the doors and boston and uh, you know a lot of bands but they evolved into the early 80s now this is a th- this is a, a thing where the 80s were, uh, gave birth to the session musician so michael jackson um uh, lionel richie they had all the top musicians from the 70s who had already honed their skills to a you know to a, almost to a perfection and they used to call them onto the albums to play so when you hear those pop records it's okay that you're listening to a pop song and and you know like even a madonna or a, you know tears for fears but these guys had some serious musicians playing wow. and if you listen to the songs yeah if you actually analyze those songs right from the sound itself to the chord progressions to the melodies to the intensity of the music everything was spot on you know uh that was pop at the same time there were the rock bands like bon jovi and uh, who else uh, the extreme um 
deep purple the 80s they were completely slick and you know they sounded superb just because of the production amazing chris uh moving to next chris which which is your absolutely favorite music band oh my gosh that is a question which i will i i you know so so <laughs> i think that each genre of music has its best band you uh-huh. know so so i can really cannot put my finger down onto which you know which band i love the best i i think today if i'm looking at an overall well rounded band musically uh, with melody with great uh, sound with a great sound with a great production i would think toto is one of my favorite bands so it's an old band which are still playing but they are fantastic i mean they are absolutely fabulous chris as a lead guitarist a dream venue you would love playing live at oh man that's <laughs> see in india i've played at rang bhavan and i've played so in india i would say i've played at good venues definitely at some point but now it's it will just be a dream but you know like a uh, wembley or something where just or just to even just go there and see where queen performed another favorite band of mine yeah i i can certainly say i'd love to hear you play at the wembley chris without a doubt <laughs> i know that you being the sports guy you are going <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the to the almost uh, you know closing end of our uh, podcast chris and our conversation okay. with you uh wanted to know what what are your views on music as a profession and a career you know what is the scope and what opportunities particularly in india so here's the thing now the last thing is somebody who who, who picks up the guitar and wants to be a rock star you know just uh, it, that situation does not exist in india at the moment fortunately or unfortunately you know don't have the superstar thing that will happen if it has to happen in india there is this huge cloud which is over our heads which is called bollywood and uh, i've seen a whole lot of you know close friends fabulous musicians they have had to give up their passion and get into bollywood not they still play what they love but to make money and to make it a career they've had to go into bollywood i've never ever wanted to go that way although i did have a few opportunities and i sort of preferred not to get into that for me i have put my fingers into teaching playing gigs which i would like to play all right which may not be the best money in the country but it's something which i just love doing if you're taking music you have to be happy with what you do that's so true chris i think it's it's so important to love what you do you know waking up every morning loving what you do chris it's fair to say that you've lived your dream so far and as you continue to live your dream what lies ahead for you at the moment uh, what i'm really tripping on is doing some music production this is another great positive thing which came out of covid in fact i um, did an entire production for the colonial cousins they did a tribute to the eagles so that was awesome for me because i love analyzing stuff so where i'm where i'm sitting and i'm doing songs i'm actually doing right from scratch i'm recording parts you know getting different sounds in working on software so that's where i am right now and of course the gigs are slowly opening up and for me playing solo playing a two piece playing to playing a band in a stadium everything is is as enjoyable as the last so there's nothing which i don't uh, uh which i don't sort of uh, which i look down on so i'd love playing every gig i love teaching so it's just 
one day at a time and and i as the opportunities open up you know uh, i welcome them awesome awesome chris moving forward to the segment awesome. i personally love i can't mm-hmm. say i can put you under pressure as you've played some massive shows there but okay this segment does involve passion and where there's passion you can feel a little pressure so we're going to try to put you under pressure with the under oh, yeah. question here are you ready okay. chris for some questions yep. some rapid questions okay <laughs> great so starting with the first chris which which is your favorite guitar the prs the gibson or the fender fender your favorite sport chris is it cricket football or tennis cricket wow favorite cricketer i was a huge fan of uh, ricky ponting Ooh, wow uh, that that answer certainly makes me smile chris i can't stop smiling at this end moving moving forward chris we are going to list a few bands here they may okay. not be of the same genre and era but you got to mm-hmm. pick one okay so the first option is guns and roses or acdc acdc man they're legends metallica or iron maiden iron maiden nirvana or led zeppelin zepp <laughs> Pink Floyd or Queen? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no there I can't choose between them. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. Ah. Uh, what's it on? Do you agree with that mate? Well, I I agree with the first part which Chris said which said it's so difficult to choose. Chris one <laughs> guitarist that you would absolutely love to collaborate with. Uh hmm. Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, may their souls rest in peace, Stevie Ray. And uh, which which would be your favorite drink, Chris? Is it beer or is it wine? Always been beer. <laughs> you still enjoy your beers, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Chris, we have two rock festivals listed here. Hmm. If you okay. had the opportunity to attend one, would it be Rock in Rio or the Glastonbury? Another difficult one. I would say Rock in Rio. Wow. That's I I really wasn't expecting that Chris. I thought it would be Glastonbury, <laughs> but yeah. Uh the next question Chris is I think very local in terms of okay. where you and Ashutosh and I come from, where the undergarments come okay. from, from the city of Pune. The yeah. the place yeah. that I'm talking about is this place called Cafe Tunes. Uh does that yes. kind of ring a bell? Of course, man. Great memories, awesome memories and <laughs> Uh, which is your favorite memory of tunes is it the music is it the crowd when the music was playing or is it the entire decor that the, the funky inside decor that they had yeah man everything played a huge part uh, but i think a combination of everything do you want me to give only one answer yes chris one uh, the crowd spoken like a true entertainer chris <laughs> i i remember being at cafe tunes towards the end of my 10th grade and mm-hmm. i was just wondering what's what's up with the people around me and then 6 months later i was just them i <laughs> <laughs> i i think that holds true for all of us man uh life going to the, the the last one for this ucq segment with you chris which is your favorite cuisine of food is it italian is it mexican or is it thai marathi um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh I love everything I just love the spiciness and I love the uh, uh just the organic te- flavor of the masalas pounded masalas and stuff is awesome but out of the three options you've given me I would have to say Mexican Ah 
okay. What dish in Mexican? Everything from the nachos to the uh, what is that? The enchiladas. Uh, enchiladas, the uh, burritos, the tacos. Yeah, burrito, yeah. Everything, everything. Chris, it's been an awesome time talking to you. You know, diving right into your journey, how it all started for you, what it still Likewise. means to you today, and also getting to know you a little bit off music. But as awesome. we have to bring this podcast to an end, Chris, some valuable advice you could give youngsters who chase the dream to have a professional career in music. Yep, just be the just work to the to be the best at what you can be. That's I think that's the I think in any field you you know uh, don't 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 hold a yardstick uh, and compare yourself to others. That's the worst thing to do in terms of how well they play at in terms of uh, how much money they make in terms of how famous they are. Just do the best at what you can be, and the results. I mean, you will get your reward and you will be happy at the end of the day. So uh, just enjoy. Like I said at the at the beginning, just have a blast when you're you know. when you're doing music because that's what it's about music is about having a blast and having having your listeners have a blast you know so as long as you can do that successfully i think that's that's success success in itself i i can't be any happier as a music enthusiast chris to have an insight into your journey was indeed very special when i think about it Thanks. not many people have the opportunity to do what they love and to have that chance would certainly be special don't you feel good well yeah sure i i absolutely agree with that i mean hearing chris speak how passionately he spoke about uh, the way he plays the guitar the way he teaches his students it's absolutely incredible not everyone in today's world has a chance to live a life or to live the dream like we mentioned about chris and uh, like you mentioned i i can't be any happier myself thank you for all your time chris it was great to catch up with you off stage happy to know that rock music is in really safe hands and we look forward <laughs> to seeing you with the prs soon um ah, all, yeah, all the very very best for your future endeavors chris cheers thank you thanks so much guys for it was a real pleasure uh talking to you and uh, great fun and great uh, reminiscing uh, with all over all the years so thank you so much for having me absolutely chris our pleasure thanks chris